ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय Radha Krishna Prabhu what was the conclusion about that I saw less than 10 hands go up for people who want a Kannada translation Seems like they want hmm? see, see as much as they want Yeah but uh, should we cater to what they want or what's best for them <laughs> Yeah so why don't you take them outside I'll speak slowly if I'm going too fast if I get excited send word inside and I'll slow down again okay <laughs> Oh, you have to say that in Canada. Kshama <laughs> kizie. How do you say that in Canada? Kshama. Shamisi. 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 Kshamyatam. In Sanskritam. Thank you for coming here this evening to hear from me, or was it to see me? Well, I'm not going to thank you if you come to see me, but if you'd like to hear me, that would be very nice because that's what I'm supposed to do is to speak in a manner that others may hear and be benefited. I'm not a fashion model as I was saying. Of course, it's nice to see nice to see me we say that nice to see you we don't mean it but in in english it's a saying nice to see you but yes it's nice to see someone who has a connection with srila prabhupad srila prabhupad very kindly accepted me so nice to see me but just as there are so many photographs of Srila Prabhupada but we can better benefit by hearing from Srila Prabhupada than simply sticking his picture on the wall as Srila Prabhupada often said one shouldn't keep a guru as a pet dog that was the way Srila Prabhupada spoke so like that many people they like to keep a picture of a god or a sadhu on the wall and wave some incense and that's it so thank you you've all come to hear me one of the chapters in shila prabhad lilamrita is mentioned it's called just hear me shila prabhad was telling the his early followers just hear me because actually hearing It's one of the most difficult things to do to hear the message of Bhagavad Gita. Not everyone can hear it. Arjuna could hear it. Not everyone can hear. It. Many hear, but not everyone hears. We have in Bhagavad in Srimad Bhagavatam in the beginning of Shukadev Goswami's instructions, he speaks about pashan api na pashati. They see, but they do not see. 
he is referring to those who see people dying ahani ahani bhutani gachanti yamalayam every day so many people are taking a trip to yamaloka everyone sees that but they don't see they, they, they see but they don't see in the way that they should see janma mrityu jaravyadhi dukkato shanu darshanam Everyone sees birth, death, old age and disease, but one who sees anudarshanam, through the agency of the parampara, they can actually see. Otherwise, they just see, oh, someone else died, it's uh, time to call the uh, company for the loudspeakers and put on some music. That's what it means. And then we have to follow some rituals which shows which caste we're in and uh, that's what it means. But the one who sees through the parampara sees yeah that's me tomorrow so I should find out what happens after death etaj jnanam this is knowledge Krishna says so not everyone can see not everyone can hear Bhagavad Gita is spoken and many people superficially hear most of those who hear they don't hear. They, Krishna says, Aham. Now when someone says, I am going to the station tomorrow. Then it's understood, it refers to the, the person who is speaking. But most, uh, due to uh, mispropaganda, people when they hear, Krishna says, Aham sarvasya prabhavaha. I am the source of everything. People read it saying, Aham, I. They take it to mean themselves. They take themselves to be supreme, which is a complete distortion of Bhagavad Gita. So to hear spiritual knowledge is very difficult for most people. Most people are not accustomed. They don't have the training. And they find it uh, unpalatable or they, they think it's... Uh, something which is very much against their self-interest because they don't know who they are because they haven't heard and they can't hear because they don't want to hear due to contaminated consciousness so to hear means uh, first of all to remove a hankar which is the covering which stops us from hearing Therefore, sadhus, they have to speak in such a way that cuts through the ahanka. But materialistic people have made a very clever uh, excuse to stop hearing from sadhus. By saying that those who are sadhus, they should make you feel good and feel nice. So a sadhu is someone who increases my ahanka. And someone who speaks to cut through the ahankar, they cannot be a sadhu. A sadhu, he should just be nice and smile. So a sadhu who speaks as what people should hear, generally they won't get many people to hear them. <laughs> because most people don't like to hear or they will like to hear what they like to hear. 
and they think someone who says what I like to hear that is a good sadhu in other words they're dictating indirectly they're dictating to the sadhu you 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 speak what I want to hear then then I will praise you and bow down to you and call you a great sadhu and you'll be happy you'll get your name and fame and glory and I'll give you some dakshina also and uh, I'll feel happy and no one makes any spiritual advancement and one who collects many followers they're considered a great sadhu <laughs> all cheating cheaters and the cheated fortunately I Brahmanda Brahmite Kono Bhagyabhanji I and uh, all those that Srila Prabhupada took in his shelter we were fortunate enough to come to his shelter very fortunate singers the whole world of religion is strewn with cheaters so we're very grateful that Srila Prabhupada spoke Bhagavad Gita as it is just as Krishna spoke Bhagavad Gita to Arjuna Krishna didn't say to Arjuna well Arjuna what would you like to hear um, we have a little time before the fight let me just tell you a few stories and you can have a few a few chuckles Arjuna is very serious Krishna didn't speak Bhagavad Gita to Arjuna before that before that the of course Arjuna is a pure devotee but the situation hadn't arisen where Arjuna was very serious to hear about the nature of reality actually at the beginning he wasn't even asking about that he was just asking look shall I fight or not fight I don't know you tell me Krishna said I'm not just going to tell you I'm going to tell you why Arjuna he just wanted a guru you, I can't decide you decide you tell me I can't work it out you just tell me and I'll follow but Krishna didn't want to be that kind of guru to Arjuna you understand why and then you make your decision this is how Krishna trained Arjuna so uh, yeah if uh, if someone can actually hear spiritual knowledge that is the way in which they can see pasyanapi napasyati those who do apasyatam atmatatvam they don't see atmatatva because they want to see superficially so I'm attempting here to speak in a non-superficial manner in the hope that some may hear in some ways it may be more difficult for you to hear because there are so many sadhus coming Bharata Krishna Prabhu was saying that. or he just said that there are many sadhus have come of course you are all sadhus chanting Hare Krishna as a sadhu many have come in this month he just said in some ways that may make it more difficult to hear because the actual hearing means one has hearing means to hear yes cell phones off please so, uh, hearing means to hear with faith and trust faith means trust it's almost a synonym and be ready to accept what is said but there may be a, a, a problem or, or a difficulty created in many sadhus coming because uh, 
Every, that is the philosophy of Krishna consciousness. Everyone is a person. With a, everyone has their own personal insight or outlook. From inside comes outlook. First look inside. Try to understand what's inside. Then you can have an out, outlook. And uh, various sadhus are all followers of the parampara, Vaishnava parampara. They may, they, well, they have different approaches in Krishna consciousness and may express Krishna consciousness, their understandings in various ways. And unless one is very expert in accepting the essence of Krishna consciousness, which expertise may not generally may not generally come in the beginning of one's spiritual life, then one may see that well, all the, so many people are presenting in different ways, so I can't take any of them seriously because they're all saying different things. Or I'll just take a little bit of what I like here and a little bit of what I like there and. Uh, in this way make my own recipe for Krishna consciousness which is not the way to accept Krishna consciousness so in some ways it may be more difficult to hear when there are, when there are many voices and apparently not speaking exactly the same thing But actually we can enter into Krishna consciousness by finding that essence which is very simply surrender to Krishna acting for Krishna's pleasure understanding our position as his servant that is the basic principle of Krishna consciousness and if we pursue that if we are serious to pursue that then Krishna who is within our heart will uh, give us the intelligence by which we can hear that which we require to hear for our purification. The subject of tonight's lecture, the given subject, actually I think it was announced as questions about Bhakti Stan Saraswati, but I wanted to speak somehow, it got mixed up. What? That'll I'll do tomorrow morning, Krishna willing, I'll speak on that. And this evening I wanted to speak on misconceptions about Harinam. Harinama, 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 Eva Kevalam, Kalo Nasjeva, 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 Gatiranyata. In this age of Kali, there is no other way, no other way, no other way for spiritual attainment but to chant the names of Hari. The names of Hari, the names of Hari. This subject is what I'm going to speak on tonight is or what I am speaking on is uh, it's covered to some extent in this book which came out last year Sri Bhaktisiddhanta Vaibhav it's one of the misconceptions that Srila prominent misconceptions that Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasvara Thakur combated and it's a perennial misconception means it keeps on coming doesn't go away in every generation it has to be uh, taken up because 
the understanding of the holy name is all in all that it's the only way that's often misunderstood to think that well you just chant Hare Krishna and that's all there is to it it's very easy it is very easy Chaitanya by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy spiritual attainment in Kali Yuga is very easy but it's not so easy that we don't have to surrender to Krishna we may they just chant Hare Krishna and then we don't have to surrender now Srila Prabhupada explained that Krishna demands in Bhagavad Gita Saradhaman Padatya Mame Kamsharang Rajahang Kla Sarvapabe Bhyo Moksha Yishami Mashu Chaha Krishna or he demands first you surrender to me then I will deliver you surrender to me exclusively then I will deliver you from material existence but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who is Krishna who has come again in this Kali Yuga to deliver the most fallen souls he doesn't demand that you surrender first first you chant Hare you chant Hare Krishna from that everything will come but that doesn't mean that one doesn't have to surrender it doesn't mean that the, the Bhagavad Gita has been thrown out rather Chaitanya Mahaprabhu introduced the chanting of Hare Krishna one who is actually chanting Hare Krishna is praying to surrender to Krishna please Krishna energy of Krishna engage me in your service so that service means this surrendered service of Krishna so we may think that well you just chant Hare Krishna and you don't have to follow anything else that's uh, the misconception Chaitanya Mahaprabhu personally uh, instructed Rupa Goswami and Sanatan Goswami on the principles of Gaurya Vaishnavism which were to be made into books our Sampradaya is known as the Rupanuga Sampradaya not the Chaitanya Sampradaya the mundane scholars call it the Chaitanya Sampradaya but those who are actually members of the Sampradaya call it the Gaurya Sampradaya or Rupanuga Sampradaya followers of Rupa Goswami because through Rupa Goswami Chaitanya Mahaprabhu manifested his desire in this world Sri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Soyang Rupa Dadati Swapadanti come. We pray to Rupa Goswami. When will Rupa Goswami bestow his mercy on me? He manifested the desire of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in this world. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, gave his teachings on how to practice Krishna consciousness. He gave those teachings through Rupa Goswami Prabhupada. And it it wasn't well just chant Hare Krishna and do whatever you like there are many rules and regulations to follow which help one come to the pure, pure platform it's not that one can just chant Hare Krishna in any way and that in and of itself is perfection Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, in describing to Rupa Goswami about the processes of devotional service 
he describes that the topmost is chanting Harinam. Bhajane Madhya Shreshta Navavidha Bhakti. Among all the processes of Krishna consciousness which he had just described, he said that the topmost are the nine processes which are mentioned in Srimad Bhagavatam. Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Smaranam, Padasevanam, Archanam, Dandanam, Dasyam, Sakyam, Atmanivedanam. These nine processes. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Krishna Prem, Krishna Dite, Dhare Mahashakti. All these processes are very powerful to award Krishna Prem and to give us Krishna. Taramadhe Sarva Shreshta. He says, Shreshta, the best, are these nine processes. And among the nine, the best of the best. Taramadhe Sarva Shreshta, Nama Sankirtan. You can all understand. It's a benefit of knowing Indian languages. Nama Sankirtan, congregational chanting of the names of Krishna. Then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu qualifies that statement or, or uh, makes it more clear or uh, puts it into context. The holy name who is Krishna gives love of Krishna to the chanter. Which chanter? Niraparadhe. One who chants without offenses. So it's not that just by uh, chanting in any manner that one will get this. It's not that a totally neophyte person who somehow or other chants the name of Krishna, his chanting is on the same level as Srila Prabhupada's Paramahamsa, Mahabhagavad. One is chanting in pure love. Another is chanting maybe out of curiosity or beginning faith it's not on the same level so to help us to come to the pure level there are many rules and regulations to be followed which help to purify the consciousness now uh, from Sri Bhaktisiddhanta Vaibhav you can learn how in Bengal where the chanting of Hare Krishna was very widely spread and is nowadays also there was the widespread misconception that you just chant and you take a guru and you chant and chant the holy Hare Nam, Hare Nama, Eva Kevalam everyone knows the verse and you get guru's mercy and that's it you don't have to do anything else that's all there is which is a fact actually but the guru's mercy comes in the form of his instruction the uh, translation of guru in Amarakosh the first uh, definition is given Shastra Upadeshta an instructor in the scriptures but uh, the Sahajiyas of Bengal were under the impression that well a guru that's uh, any a guru is uh, caste phase someone is born in a barber's family they become a barber someone is born in a potter's family they become a potter and someone's the son of a guru and he becomes a guru that's what you have that's what you have to be to be a guru you have to be in a gosai family 
So, and their job is to go from village to village and collect disciples and collect donations and they have their family lines and the son Okay, fourth time. Please turn off your cell phone. I can't do it here because I'm a guest, but in a place where I can act as a despot, I, I levy a fine. 500 rupees. It works. People think it's a joke, but... It's the only way I know is to put a hefty fine. It's the only way I know to get people to turn their cell phone. I can give a whole class, please turn off your cell phone, please turn off your cell phone, maybe half an hour, maybe it might work. That's what I was saying, right? It's difficult to hear, where people are very eager to hear. They can't hear, even if you say three, four times now. Again it will go. Wait and see. We hope not, but we hope for the best and expect the worst. So yeah, the uh, the Sahajya idea that the Guru is a dispenser of blessings. You chant Hare Krishna and when you feel like it, and then uh, Guru blesses you, and that's it. That's all there is. Guru Kripa hi kevalam. That's another kevalam. Hare Nama eva kevalam. Guru Kripa hi kevalam. So you got two. You have Harinam and Guru and that's it. But then Guru is supposed to, the Guru is supposed to teach you the process by which one can come to the pure stage of chanting. It, it doesn't happen automatically. Because when we're chanting, Oh, we were actually chanting, as much as we are praying, O oh Krishna, O oh energy of Krishna, please engage me in your service. But if we're chanting, O oh Krishna, O oh energy of Krishna, please become engaged in my service. If we're thinking, Krishna will cure my backache, Krishna will uh, solve my problems at work, Krishna will uh, send me to heaven, or what? Why am I getting so many difficult? I'm, I should maybe I'll chant more and then Krishna will help. If he doesn't help, then well, there's Ganesh and there's Sai Baba, and you know we don't have to stick with Krishna. So if we have these kind of attitudes, then that we're not really chanting Hare Krishna at all. That's why we have to hear to understand what actual chanting is. We may be chanting Harinam, we may be saying the names of Krishna, but we don't know who Krishna is because we haven't heard about Krishna. And so, our, we, we don't actually know who Krishna is or how we should be chanting or why we, why we should surrender to Krishna. It takes great faith to surrender to Krishna. It takes great uh, it takes full conviction that by doing so my own self-interest will be served. Everyone has their own self-interest at heart. But if we can have the faith that by subjugating my self-interest to what Krishna wants me to do 
that is my actual self-interest then we can surrender to Krishna otherwise we cannot surrender to Krishna otherwise we cannot actually chant the holy names in full faith so hearing has to accompany chanting which is another major point and actually I just heard that yesterday on a Srila Prabhupada saying the same thing there's no shravan without sorry no kirtan without shravan shravan must be there and hearing means like a blank slate which doesn't mean that you become mindless but it means that one has to be prepared to accept the message which is actually a, a, a very difficult message for everyone in this material world to accept that we are servants of Krishna it seems like an easy thing to say it is an easy thing to say but to actually accept that I am a servant of Krishna I have no independence my sense of independence is simply uh, my foolishness to accept that is very difficult because we are so conditioned by thinking Ishwaraham Aham Bhogi I am the controller, I am the enjoyer. So to become a blank slate means to hear without a hunkar. The hunkar is like a like a a muffler or or just like if you, if you have many curtains in a room. You maybe don't have this experience much in India because they're not so popular, but in the West it's quite common to have big drapes you know that is curtains parda and if there's carpets then the sound gets absorbed and if it's, the clarity of sound won't be there so this ahankar is like a big cloud on our consciousness by which the sound enters and we hear we tend to hear what we want to hear so that even if the message comes surrender to Krishna and then that gets reorganized in our thinking process so that we redefine surrender to Krishna as being something completely different the Mayavadis they may make it completely different completely change it and as much as we are resisting surrender to Krishna that much we will water it down or some excuse later I'll surrender to Krishna and in this way the hearing the hearing process it doesn't fully take place which is why sadhus they're supposed to speak in such a manner that cuts through the ahanka it's a very uh, thick layer in which if you just try and touch it then it's like a like a morass or like a sticky mess if you just try to touch it you might get stuck in there so if you just try to touch that ahanka then by for instance by pray oh you are all very nice then everyone says, oh, very nice. He said, we're very nice. Oh, how nice. He's so nice. And then 
the sadhu also because oh they like me and then the people think oh he likes us we like him and it becomes just like the materialists I like you you like me but there's nothing substantial there's no actual exchange of spiritual knowledge that's what I say in Bengal the sahajis they think guru someone comes around and you worship him and he smiles at you and blesses you and then he goes on to the next village and life goes on and there's no actual spiritual knowledge or spiritual exchange so sadhu should speak in such a way to cut through that which cutting job means uh, it won't be popular cutting is painful so such words are required as Krishna uses in Bhagavad Gita Murha, Vimurha, Vimurhatma or as Srila Prabhupada put it in English rascal, fool, nonsense, animals, cats and dogs and you'll all laugh that is your way to uh, not get cut that is your little nervous laughter there because you're afraid I'm going to get cut here so the laughter just oh that that absor- the knife gets absorbed and then it doesn't get through if we laugh then okay then that means we're, we're laughing at all the rascals and fools and nonsense and animals and cats and dogs but it's not me that's someone else in this way we deflect it or we make up some rascal philosophy that sadhu shouldn't speak like this another rascal them <laughs> real sadhu is someone who's just nice this is like the person who goes to the doctor with a boil and the mother brings the son and he says oh, I want a doctor who just gives me sweets the sweets are causing the boil that will make it worse the real doctor will cut with a knife but I I don't like this doctor but that's the only doctor who's going to cure you but we don't like so we remain in the world of ahankar thinking everything is nice I, I chant Hare Krishna my guru blesses me and we're all very happy and we don't have to follow anything because the Guru blessed me so what do you have to follow all these rules for you no eating kami food and uh, no watching all these nonsense things on TV and being very serious about Krishna is rising early attentively chanting around well, I don't need that because you know, I'm chanting I say Hare Krishna and Guru blesses me see every time my Guru comes I feed him Italy and Samba and he likes it and he smiles at me and we're all very happy and but nothing happens so these as I said these are perennial misconceptions which are liable to creep into our Krishna consciousness movement Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur spent his whole life fighting against this Prabhupada didn't in his preaching in the west because people didn't know about Krishna consciousness so they didn't have they didn't yet have time 
to uh, reinterpret it. That's going on, that will come later. Krishna speaks, Bhagavad Gita, he speaks at the beginning of creation to Brahma. He doesn't speak, Garv se koho ham Hindu hai. He doesn't say that. You all know what that means? Everyone in Bangalore knows Hindi. You've all heard that, right? Mera Bharat Mahan. He doesn't say that either. Krishna speaks the absolute truth to Brahma. And through the different uh, sampradayas, he disseminates knowledge. He gives the knowledge of the Vedas. Through all the Vedas, Krishna is to be known. But various people misinterpret it in various ways because they don't want to surrender to Krishna but they want to have the feeling of being very religious and very good. And that's how you get Hinduism. Well, in Kali Yuga you get Hinduism. Hinduism is an extreme version of uh, pretending to be following something resembling the Vedas but not doing it, actually. So uh, that goes on in the material world. Krishna comes personally, dharma sangsthapanarataya, to re-establish dharma. Why does he do that? Because people take his message again and again, again and again they take his message and misinterpret it and try to fit it to their misconceptions so that they can go on in the material world. That's a car backing up, I guess. <laughs> Everything, some stupid noise. We, la- we live in the land of stupid noises. When you go to the spiritual world, there's no stupid noises, only good noises. But in the material world, everyone, uh, they want to adjust Krishna's message to what they think it should be. Krishna said this, and it actually means this. They'll readjust it. So in the same way, uh, that goes on. Every great religious teacher comes. Jesus comes, and within a short time, they, they converted him into a meat-eater and a drunkard. So they could be meat-eaters and drunkards. Although he wasn't a meat-eater or a drunkard. In Christianity, Christianity, generally meat-eating and taking alcohol is accepted. Actually, in the Catholic Church, in which I was raised in this lifetime, that was is not only allowed, but it's part of the religious ritual. That you, that you drinking wine. They have special cheap wine for the priests to drink on the during the mass. It's a necessary part. You have to drink the wine and eat the body of Jesus. Cannibalistic idea. Strange religion. Anyway. uh, So like that. That's another example. How they reinterpret and misinterpret and make it something that they want it to be and completely go away from what is actually being spoken. So uh, that tendency is there. Also, Srila Prabhupada spoke very clearly, very plainly, very strongly. But the tendency may be there or is there to think that well yeah we like Prabhupada we like everything he said but some things uh, 
they're a bit difficult so we shouldn't speak them to newcomers and then we shouldn't speak them to middlecomers and we shouldn't speak them to old comers and then we shouldn't speak them at all and then Prabhupada, Prabhupada could say that because he was pure but no one else should say that I don't find that Prabhupada ever said that Prabhupada said we should speak what is in Bhagavad Gita as he did Bhagavad Gita is the truth we may or may not have realized it fully no one can realize it fully because Krishna is unlimited but Krishna spoke Bhagavad Gita to Arjuna for his benefit because what Krishna speaks is a fact and it's truth what is in Srimad Bhagavatam is truth so that it should be spoken if it's not spoken on whatever plea it is not spoken then people fail to get the truth or they get a a distortion of the truth just like the idea you just chant Hare Krishna that's true in Kali Yuga you just chant Hare Krishna but how we have to chant with what understanding with what surrender we have to chant this idea well you just become pure but what does pure mean? pure means to understand our position as servants of Krishna pure Srila Prabhupada just like this idea you have to have a super Mahabhagavad Premi 1008 Rasik Paramahamsa and only such a person can be a guru but Srila Prabhupada made it very practical that you, purity means you follow the four regulated principles you chant Hare Krishna you, you spend all your life all your time serving Krishna it's very practical verifiable so uh, yeah the, the Sahajiyas they just make a, they make purity into a, a fast just it, it become, then it becomes a show because you can't tell anyway who's super premi Mahabhagavat and generally those who make a show of it they're not anyway they're just making a show but superficial people want a show and if someone says follow the four regular principles oh you're not on a very high level What's this? we'll talk about Prem Ras and take some we don't have time to uh, cook for Krishna because we're too busy thinking about Prem Ras while we're watching the television and uh, so we'll just get some food we'll buy some food eh? vegetarian I think it's vegetarian we'll offer it to Krishna and uh, that's our prasadam so I, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing these things that we're hearing that initiated devotees uh, on a regular basis they go to some kami hotel and, and they buy the food we, we offered it to Krishna as if Krishna has to accept this because you offered it but no Krishna says patrang pushpang palang toy. you all know the verse right isn't it patrang pushpang palang yome bhaktya prayachati Bhakti doesn't mean that you, you walk into a hotel and give them some money. That's not bhakti. That's business. They're, they're the people that are not cooking for bhakti, for Krishna. For them it's a business. So surrender to Krishna is not for lazy people. It's for, it's for, commitment is required. The same commitment that Arjuna had, that Krishna demanded of Arjuna. If you want to be my devotee, you have to do what I say you have to fight Arjuna didn't want to do it it's a very heavy commitment but that is required that level of commitment is required for everyone Krishna may not ask us something as difficult as he asked Arjuna to fight with 
all those who are most dear to him. But Krishna does require that we transfer our attachment from this, that, that's the point, Arjuna had material attachments, superficially at least. That we transfer our attachment from matter to spirit and for that the rules and regulations given by the Acharyas are there. So we at least have to hear this. And then we can start to act on it. Because if we don't hear it, we won't act on it. And if we don't hear this regularly, then we'll think that, well, uh, it's not very important because it's only, only occasionally someone speaks like this. So it can't be very important. But in the beginning of spiritual life this is most important and if it doesn't and if it doesn't in the beginning it's important because that sets the foundation we say well newcomers we shouldn't be too heavy with them that's true we have to gradually bring them in but we have to bring them in and in means to the standard given by Shastra Guru Sadhu Shastra there's there's no shortcuts. The shortcut is chanting Hare Krishna, but then we have to do that, chant in purity. So this is required. We may think, well, uh, I better I hear from someone who doesn't emphasize all these things, and better to get a guru who doesn't say all these things, and you get the guru's mercy. I, it's better to get the Guru's mercy, one who doesn't demand so many things. Because you get the Guru's mercy and if Guru is pleased, then Krishna is pleased. So if I can find a Guru who doesn't ask me to do much and if I can please him, then Krishna will be pleased. But that's a kind of cheating process. To think like that. <clears throat> Radha Guru means Shastra Upadeshta, who teaches what is in Shastra and how to apply that in our lives. It's not just an, an official post inherited by birth or by the rubber stamp of a committee. In fact, no one be, says, oh, someone became a guru, the GBC authorized. No one becomes a guru by GBC authorization. Officially, that might be there, but if one is, is guru, then, then he's a guru. And the, the authorization is there, as a, as a ratification or an, a formal acceptance of that. But a guru means one who teaches, uh, Srila Prabhupada sometimes quoted this, Achinoti, uh, Yashastrani, that uh, he, Achinoti means he's uh, fully collected, it literally means this. Uh, Collection means taken, as we have in the uh, Bhagavatam also, that uh, Brahmanishtam, one who's uh, fixed in the Absolute Truth. Tadvigyana Atam Sagarum Eva Abhigachet. What is that? Shotriya. Shotriya, sorry, I was missing. The one who's heard means one who's heard. One who's heard. So, Achinoti uh, Yashastrani, one who's heard, uh, the, the, gives the idea that much hearing is heard so much. Achinoti Yashastrani, Achare Sthapiatyapi. By his uh, 
behavior acts according to Shastra and teaches in that way. Swayam Acharay Yasmad and who by his own behavior he teaches others also to follow that. Such a person is known uh, as a as an Acharya such a person is known as an Acharya so no one becomes a guru it's not that you get appointed to a post but rather one who has that uh, one who is doing that or as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu made it clear or simplified the understanding yeah, uh, two important uh, Srila Prabhupada often quoted these uh, so Krishna Tattva Veta Sri Guru Hoy, one who knows the science of Krishna is a guru, and Jale Deko Tare Kaha Krishna Upadesh, Amar Agyai Guru Hoya Taro Edesh. So Krishna's instructions, one who teaches them to others, who preaches them to others, to whoever, to all he means. In this way, on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's order becomes a guru. So Srila Prabhupada often warned about this. Don't don't go for it something cheap. If you look for something cheap, you'll get something cheap. You may have the most self, highly realized Paramahamsa Mahabhagavat guru, but you don't have him as a guru. If, if one doesn't hear, if one doesn't open the ears to hear and accept those instructions and act on those instructions, one doesn't actually, one has the ahankar of thinking I have a guru. But they don't actually, you don't, have a guru unless one becomes a disciple. So people often are asking that, well, sh- should I get this guru or that guru? First of all, be prepared to be a disciple. Then, then the question comes of having a guru. But then if, you, uh, if you're looking for the one who smiles the nicest or sings, or looks the nicest, I failed that one, right? You know, everyone wanted to look at me. I already failed on that one. <laughs> not the, uh, not a pin-up boy. But uh, if we're prepared to hear and follow, then we can actually have a guru. Otherwise, we're in danger of becoming like the Sahajya Sampradaya. You chant and do whatever you like, and you have a guru, and that's it then you get Krishna's mercy. And who's Krishna? Well, I don't know. Saw something on TV, so sometimes. No, I have Of course, I'm exaggerating. I'm not saying that this is the standard. But it could be. It can be. Because the tendency, and especially in the modern age, especially in Kali Yuga, is to degrade. Unless we hear and understand what is a guru, we come with misconceptions of what a guru... What is a guru? Guru means this, what's that? Shri Shri, there's some Shri Shri nonsense rascal from Bangalore. People think he's a, calls himself Shri Shri to, so they, they don't get mixed up with the musician. And then there's another one not far from Bangalore, the wheelchair Bhagavan. This is what people think a guru is. So one should learn. Please read this uh, Prabhupada Lamrita, you'll, you'll learn what is a guru, and in uh, in a, by the behavior and teachings of Srila Prabhupada, you'll learn from that. And in a in a uh, 
in a more analytical way or, or more philosophical outlook you can see in that Bhakti Siddhanta Vaibhava that uh, we'll see what is an Acharya <laughs> it's not such a, an easy thing so I this was the subject misconceptions about Harinam very easy easy going no this is a term Srila Prabhupada often used easy going Krishna consciousness is not easy going it's not for ease lovers so of course if we say this then people may turn around and go out and we're afraid don't say that no one will join yeah that's true probably there'll always be more people going to Shirdi than going to this uh, Iskon temples probably unless we really jack up our preaching a lot Shirdi's become so popular it was already popular but then there was a TV serial and now there's Sai Kata and oh nonsense I mean, it's just so nonsensical it's just completely ridiculous beyond ridiculous you have to think up some other word it's, But uh, but some people will come. If we say, if we try to water everything down and just make it nice and smile, then maybe more people will come. But then people who actually want spiritual life, who want to surrender to Krishna, have seen that this, who who have some at least preliminary understanding that this material world, as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, is like a hole into which people pass stool when they've realized that there's that beyond this uh, material existence there must be something of value where can I find that then such persons who can actually become jewels to offer to, to, to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu they may be interested to come but if we're trying to imitate the Sri Shri's and the wheelchair Bhagawans will do a pretty bad job. I mean, they're well practiced, they've got their act together. We probably can't do such a job. So why don't we just be who we're supposed to be, which is followers of Srila Prabhupada, followers of the Acharya Parampara. Be like that, of course, not by imitation, but by following faithfully in the footsteps, repeating Bhagavad Gita as it is. People may like or not like, but if we speak Bhagavad Gita as it is, then we will get people who want to be like Arjuna. People who are serious to understand what is the actual reality. We'll get real devotees. Otherwise we're in danger of becoming a, again another edition of the Sahajyas. Make everything weak, water it down put more and more water in until there's nothing left but water with just maybe an, an appearance of milk so Hare Krishna that's what I wanted to say tonight now I've said it and if there are any questions comments I guess you want to give some comments and uh, anything else you may write it down or we have an extension Mike yeah. oh, not an extension it's yeah, it's a written question. Okay, written question. You said Brahmanda Brahmite Shlok. Can you explain the meaning? 
प्रमंड भ्रमित कौन भाग्यवान जीव गुरु कृष्ण प्रसाद पाए भक्ति लता बीज इन द कॉस ऑफ वॉन्डरिंग इन द यूनिवर्स विच मीन्स इन डिफरेंट स्पीशीज ऑफ लाइफ वन जीव एत ब्रह्मांड भरे अनंत जीव गण चौराशी लाख जोनिते करे ब्रह्मांड प्राय टू दिस ब्रह्मांड ब्रह्मिते वर्स Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said that this uh, universe is filled with unlimited jivas who are wandering throughout the universe in 84 lakh species then among them one who is fortunate by the by the mercy of guru and krishna gets the seed of the bhakti lata actually this is a whole another lecture <laughs> is a big topic one who is fortunate that means uh shila prabhupad often explained that the beginning of one's spiritual life is discussed with this material world so if if we're disgusted with this material world and we hear at the, at that point krishna directs us to someone we can hear from who can direct us to come out of this material world so one's real fortune begins when one is disgusted with this material world by associ- by association with devotees who devotees who themselves are convinced that this material world is not our home they may by their forceful presentation of this convince people who were not even thinking that this material world is miserable that was shila prabhupada's attempt in traveling and preaching all over the world interestingly uh, we don't find in in most of the most when shila prabhupada was speaking with people and lecturing he mostly didn't ask people just to chant hari krishna and it wasn't the first thing when when people came to prabhupada that he told them you start chanting he would first of all establish various points usually the point that we are not the body the difference between the soul and the body he would speak bhagavad gita philosophy and then when people were somewhat convinced of this then shrila prabhupada would ask them to chant hari krishna so uh he tried his attempt was i'm saying attempt not to say that prabhupada is unsuccessful but it is a fact that most people who heard shila prabhupada didn't hear they weren't actually ready to hear but shila prabhupada was attempting to cut through their layers of ahankar to convince them of the practically of the need to hear that material life is miserable everything in this material world is and especially in the, in the modern civilization all the wrong ideas shila prabhupada was combating them He wasn't like these mayavadis just all love peace smile and not like that at all just using you see the mayavadis they just use words without being very specific love we should love everyone peace compassion compassion just very but not very vaguely without specifically defining them 
Whereas a real sadhu gives spiritual knowledge, not just some nice sounding words which everyone says, Oh, nice. Oh, love. Compassion. Peace. Goodwill. Ah. But no idea of what it means. And no desire to know what it means. Just, just a vague feeling. Srila Prabhupada's compassion was that he wrote his books that the, the, he himself defined the chief uh, facet or the chief factor in his com- compassion or his chief contribution to the world was his books in which he very clearly explained following Krishna himself that those who are not Krishna conscious are uh, in a very bad situation they're comparable they're comparable to uh, dogs, hogs, camels and asses this was Srila Prabhupada's compassion out of his compassion he engaged his disciples in distributing those books among the people in distributing those books in which people open the book they read it and say people are not Krishna conscious are simply animals that was Srila Prabhupada's compassion in distributing these books. So yeah, we should have compassion. And have compassion on ourselves too by reading these books. Charity begins at home. If you're going to speak, please speak in the mic. You're sitting next to me, I can hear you, but those at the back can't. Give this piece of paper. Well, I'm going to read this paper. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Most of the times we are stuck up in anatta nivritti stage. How to overcome the anatta nivritti stage? Don't be a rascal. Why are we attached to our anattas? Why are we attached to kam krodh lob moha madadi? Why are we attached? We have to hear like this. We have to hear these things. Gaur Govinda Maharaj, our God-brother, who passed away some ten years ago or so, he's well known as speaking on topics of Krishna praying, but at least as much, he spoke very strongly about overcoming anartas. Somehow or other people, they know him for his speaking on topics of Vrindavan, but somehow or other they don't know that how he spoke so strongly about giving up material desires and material attachments. Somehow or other that's in people's minds has been edited out or forgotten. That's the qualification to enter there. Interesting, huh? <laughs> That's not so well known. How do we overcome anartas? Well, first of all, we have to have the desire to do so. Shravanadi shuddha chite koreyayodai by hearing the process the process of bhakti in itself is purifying how many times have you heard this question how are we going to overcome anartas we have to apply ourselves to the process as much as we apply ourselves that much we will get the result patience is required also yeah the second nama in Pabharana one should not see a difference between Shiva and Vishnu but we have a different conception what is it? Please clarify. But I don't know what your different conception is, so how can I clarify? I'm not omniscient. I don't know what your miscon 
misconception is. And if you know it's a misconception, then you already know. So what is that? Then what is there for me to say? Please, uh, if you formulate questions, please formulate them clearly. Please don't think that I can understand what you're thinking if you don't clearly express it. Don't think, oh, he, see, he doesn't understand me. Yeah, it's true, I don't understand. My guru doesn't understand me. I don't understand. You have to speak in clear language. Then I can understand. Yeah. Uh, you said about uh, a listener has an ahankar and uh, the sadhu has to speak so that he cuts through the ahankar. So what does this shuka and listener himself has to do to overcome this ahankar? Or well, that's what I was saying. You have to be like a blank slate. We have to be prepared to hear, which, as I was saying at the beginning, it may be more difficult in a place like Bangalore, where many different devotees with many different outlooks on Krishna consciousness are coming. So you may think, well, that's the way, that's his take, and then someone else will come with a different take. And then it becomes a buffet. You take a little bit from here, a little bit from there. So, uh, yeah, one, one uh, can actually hear, I, I already stated this actually, if you've been listening, if you were hearing, <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> that uh, we have to hear with faith. Of course, faith won't, real faith doesn't develop in one day. It may do with some people, like Srila Prabhupada said that, well, the first time he met his spiritual master, I knew he was my guru. But that was by hearing. Often people say, as I was saying, often people say, my guru, well, I like the way he smiles, or walks, or dresses, or, or wobbles, or whatever. But it should be by hearing, and Shastra states that we should hear for one year before committing ourselves. So in the beginning there may not be full faith. Don't give your full faith immediately. Our intelligence has to be... Uh, it's, it's not that by f- full faith our intelligence is suspended. So intelligence has to be there. But a, a willingness to hear, a willingness to... A, at least a preliminary willingness to accept that I am in a position he, here that I need to hear. There has to be a preliminary openness to hear and as I was also saying that, that, that uh, the, the preconceptions that we have of a sadhu that can be removed by seeing who is a real sadhu if we accept Srila Prabhupada as a real sadhu then we should uh, see how he conducted himself how he spoke we often hear it's nice now that there are so many memories of Prabhupada and devotees tell about this story, this incident and that incident. But Srila Prabhupada wasn't going around all the time and just making uh, anecdotes for people to recall 30 years later. But most of the time he was speaking the philosophy of Krishna consciousness from Bhagavad Gita. So I mentioned about the uh, Prabhupada Lilamrita. You can also read the, uh, maybe more valuable in one way, is to read the Transcendental Diary by Hari Shoy Prabhu, who gave day by day 
pictures of Srila Prabhupada including what Prabhupada said in the class gave lengthy extracts from the classes that Srila Prabhupada gave I was mentioning this to I mentioned this to a devotee recently he said well you can read them all in the folio anyway but within the Transcendental Diary that's in the context of it gives the context of what Srila Prabhupada was doing how he was speaking and the very fact that Srila Prabhupada most of the time he was speaking the philosophy of Krishna consciousness he'd give class morning and evening dictate his books in the evening throughout the day meet people preach to them speak to them so he was always speaking and it was mostly on this Bhagavad Gita as it is same philosophy so we can learn if we have faith that Srila Prabhupada is an actual guru then we can learn by his behavior study how he acted and we can understand that what is an actual guru is in many ways very simple Srila Prabhupada there was no razzmatazz or gimmicks or show just very straightforwardly but that in itself was superlatively transcendental because that's the real thing Srila Prabhupada presented Krishna Krishna is wonderful Srila Prabhupada didn't present himself I am wonderful he presented here is Krishna Krishna is wonderful that's why Srila Prabhupada was so wonderful because he presented Krishna any other any attempt to be wonderful without presenting Krishna is simply rascaldom trying to steal away from Krishna what Krishna bestows on his devotees all transcendental qualities so devotees of Krishna they become or they are superhuman or very special people but that is a gift from Krishna because the devotee is only wishing to glorify Krishna then the de- the Krishna imbues that person with, or by that very fact of simply wanting to serve Krishna the devotee automatically becomes blessed with all transcendental qualities it's, an, it's a natural result of being a surrendered devotee of Krishna but if someone wants to imitate that or try to show some wonderful qualities without actually surrendering to Krishna then it will be hollow it's not the real thing so Srila Prabhupada is, you can see also from Transcendental Diary how Srila Prabhupada is very natural in his way of acting he wasn't like he was trying to put, I have to I have to uh, smile like this and then people will think I'm a sadhu no such thing I have to speak in such a way that everyone will think I'm a great sadhu several times we find that I was just uh, reading in Australia one time, one time and there's actually several instances like this where there was the TV was live TV and Prabhupada was just getting on the case of his disciples like anything on and on and on and not letting up and it's all live on TV Prabhupada wasn't affected thinking I have to act for the TV nowadays uh, if you did that they'd say you, you, you blew it bad publicity so you don't know how to behave Prabhupada wouldn't be pleased that he himself didn't care very much for 
for that. For putting on an act of people have an idea of what a sadhu should be and 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 people like this I was saying like this Sri Sri they, they they do the show and people oh very good okay he's doing the show he's a, he's a real sadhu that's the kind of sadhu we like and thousands of people go to him they all get cheated so that's the kind of uh, he you see he's seen this is what they want okay I'll do it and they want it and they come he gets lots of money name fame goes to hell they all go to hell and <laughs> That's what they want. And Prabhupada comes to save us from hell and he's not making any show. He's just come to serve Krishna. So if, if what you see, first of all see what you want. What do you want? Then you go. That's Prabhupada, he asked Giriraj Maharaj when he first came to see Srila Prabhupada in Boston in 1967 I think it was. Srila Prabhupada, he, he asked, I can't remember exactly the question that Giriraj asked. Of course, he was not initiated or a disciple at that time. Something about how can we understand God? And Srila Prabhupada answered with, a, with another question. He said, Do you want to be, to be one with God or do you want to serve God? He put him on the spot. You're asking this question, but what do you actually want? And by that one question, his Giriraj Maharaj described that his whole con- misconception of God, that actually I was thinking, I'll become God, that was completely blown away. And immediately, just with that one line, he uh, got the gist of understanding what spiritual life is all about, to become the servant of God. 